Welcome fellow freaks, geeks, and nostalgic peeps to my channel, Slime and Slashers, where, yeah, we talk about everything from Nickelodeon slime to horror movie slashers, but plenty of stuff in between. Why am I wearing a freaking pin on my nose? Well, because... <laughs> well, I can't smell it, but can you guys smell that smell? It's trash! Is a whole bunch of trash, and I don't mean the trash like you find in the dub. I'm talking about freaking book trash for Garbogist. Yes, bitch! We're gonna talk about my Garbogist TBR. If you didn't know what Garbogist is, well, I will tell you exactly what it is when we come back from this short intro. So stay where you are, grab a snack, because I have a feeling this will be long. And when we come back, I will go through my very smelly TBR. Ooh, ooh. Welcome back, guys! I have decided to brave the trashy garbage smell and to just move on through without the little clip. And before we get into my TBR, I do want to remind you guys what Garbogist is. First and foremost, I want to shout out Ali from the channel Criminali. Of course, Garbogist is his baby, it is his creation, and it's a whole month readathon dedicated to trashy reads. And of course, we say trash with love, we don't say it as a bad thing, as a negative thing, as a kind of mocking term. We're not trying to say trash and make authors or books feel bad, you know, or people who love certain books feel bad. Essentially, think of books that may have cashed in on a very popular trend, like possession books that popped up after the popularity of The Exorcist and of Rosemary's Baby. Think of animal attack books that popped up after the popularity of Jaws and The Rats, which were two of the very first very popular animal attack books. So there are weekly thematic categories that you can read for each week of Garbogus. I've got a printable which will tell you the weekly themes and the second week specifically is Pirabecks from Hell and I'm very very excited for that. You do not have to do the weekly themes. There's also a bingo board with specific prompts all across the board and all around the board. You do not have to do those either. That is totally up to you guys. It is optional. Feel free to do the themes and the bingo board. Feel free to do one or the other. Feel free to do freaking none of the above. If you just want to read what you consider to be trash, go ahead and do that. I think a great definition of trash, my friend Andrew, when he was making some videos about Garbogus, to find his version of book trash as any book that is zany or campy or kind of feels like you're reading a book version of a B-movie. And I love that definition. I think that newer horror can be, or newer books in general, can be considered trash reads and can be considered appropriate for Garbogist. Again, trash in a positive way. I just want people to be aware you don't have to just read vintage books to participate in Garbogus. You can read newer books and you could find things that you want to read that you can consider trashy, quote, for Garbogus. So yes, special thanks to Ollie from Criminali once again for creating this event and for asking me to be a co-host. I am so honored and jazzed and pumped to be a co-host among so many wonderful other creators and it's going to be fun to get trashy and to get smelly and to dive in 
and do some serious dumpster diving and to really dig into some great trash. Especially, I'm big into vintage trash, but again, you can read newer books. I think there's certain authors who write really great campy books that do feel like movies, and I feel like those would be perfect types of books for Garbogus, and I will get into that later. Let's get into everything else. So we are going to go through my TBR for August. It is massive and I really think it's more like a pile of possibilities like people sometimes say when they've got a really big TBR and that way I don't get overwhelmed. I'll have some priority reads and some bonus extra reads that I'd like to get to if I have time but we're going to go through all that. I'm specifically going to be calling this pile, not a pile of possibilities, but a pile of garbage. So it'll be like my pog. So let's go through my big old pog, which sounds kind of 90s because you know the pogs from back in the day, the little button toys that are just like flat circular things. Anyway, we're going to go through my pile of garbage very soon, but I do have a bunch of wheels that I've made and these wheels are going to determine what I read during the month because I find it overwhelming sometimes to pick what to read next. So I'm going to use my different wheels and I've named them all the wheel o trash. So each one is separated by there's ones with books that have audio and ones with books that don't have audio. And so what I did was priority books with audio, priority books without audio, and then bonus extra books with audio and bonus extra books without audio. So the bonus stuff or the extra stuff is stuff I'd like to get to if I have extra time, and the priority stuff is the stuff I'm going to attack first. So I'll be spinning the priority wheels in the beginning of the month more often. I may or may not spin the bonus wheel to till the end of the month, I don't know. I might decide, hey, I want to do something that's on the bonus list. We'll see what the wheel says and then I'll give it a spin and then we'll see. I will tell you guys that I already spun the wheel for my first reads of August and it's already picked it out for me and I'm very excited. So let me start off with the two books I'll be reading first and why. So my first priority read with audio is going to be Nightblood and I'm very excited about this. I do have a vintage copy. Of course I didn't pull it. It's somewhere. I think it's actually somewhere on the spinny thing. So I have a copy of Nightblood, and I also have that on audio, and I'm very, very excited. My friend Katrina over at the channel, Katrina Brown, check her out. She just read this and loved it and said I had to read it, so I'm very pumped. I think it's this guy who is a vampire but fights, like, other monsters or fights in a war or something. I don't want to know too much going into it. It is a classic paperback from hell, and that's mentioned in the actual book Paperbacks from Hell. But like my friend Alex mentioned recently in her suggestion video for paperbacks from hell for garbogist she said that to her she uses it as an umbrella term and she uses it to discuss any vintage book from the 80s or 70s i kind of use it even more umbrella than her because i use it to talk about paperback books from the 70s 80s and 90s because i do think there's a lot of trashy paperback from hell type of books from the 90s as well as especially the early 90s the next book that my wheel trash chose for me is Schrader's Cord, and I'm so excited to read this. This is an ARC copy from the publisher Tor Nightfire. Thank you so much for sending me this. I'm so excited. This is by Scott Leeds, and this has a very vintage feel when I've read the back summary previously. I've talked about 
this in a few videos now and I'm so eager to get to it. It comes out I believe in let's see September that's why I want to read it in August and why I'm putting it as a part of my Garb August TBR because to me this feels like it is a throwback to Pyrrhavax from Hell. It feels like it is trying to emulate in a good way. I think this is a positive thing about this book. I think it's trying to emulate the style of Pyrrhavax from Hell, those types of vintage 80s and 90s horror books. So I think that is marvelous, but of course that's kind of cashing in on a, on a nostalgic trend that's very popular right now. So technically I'm counting this as an appropriate pick for Garb August. Am I bending the rules a little bit? Yes, because I don't think this is like quote trash at all. I think it's going to be a great book and I do encourage you guys to check it out especially if I love it, then I will really encourage you guys to check it out, but you will soon know my thoughts on this. So basically it says, After his estranged father's mysterious death, Charlie returns to Seattle to help with the funeral. There he discovers his father's left him two parting gifts, the keys to the family record store and a strange black case containing four antique records that, according to legend, can open a gate to the land of the dead. And there's more to the summary than that, but I just want to give you a little taste, a little tidbit. And I love the idea of a record kind of opening up the land of the dead. How spooky. Look at this cover where it's literally like a record, but it's a skull. Yes, bitch. Yes. I cannot wait to dig into this. And it'll be my first book that I will be reading physically without audio. So that was what the wheel of non-audio book priority books chose for me. First up, I'm going to talk about my highest priority reads for the month of August and for the Garb August Readathon, but I will be mentioning some things that I would like to read that don't really fit in with Garb August, and I'll mention that at the end of the video. Those will be book club reads, like my friend Katrina's book club, my friend Amy's book club. Their books for their clubs really aren't trashy, and I think that's fine, because I might need a little break in between kind of zany, crazy trashy reads. So I will fit those in when I can and I will talk about those at the end. First up I'm going to talk about my book club reads and this upcoming month for August I have three potential reads and you guys can choose to read one, two, or all three. It's up to you. You could do as much or as little as you want. My book club is free and open to the public. I do have a discord which I will link down below so join our discord. There already are discussion areas for all three books on my discord. Only one of the books will have a live show. So of the three books the one that will have the live show will be All Heads Turn When the Hunt Goes By. You will have all month of August and probably into a little bit of September. The live show will not take place until September. I usually like to do my live show the month after just to give everyone a little extra time. My co-host for the month of August is the wonderful Kelly from Kelly Hooked on Books. I gave her the option to choose any of my three official books to do a live show with me on and she chose this one. So we'll be officially talking about and discussing All Heads Turn When the Hunt Goes By by John Ferris. This is available on Kindle, so you do not have to have a vintage copy. It is also available on audio, which is great. And I'll be using the audio, of course, and that will help. Sometimes with vintage horror, it is hard to read because they're a little bit longer. So it's great that this one is one of the few older books that has audio, but I got lucky and a lot of the books I have chosen for my Garb August TBR have audio books, including the old school pair back from hell type of books. 
The next book club pick of mine is Fear by Ronald Kelly. And this one, again, it will not have a live show, but there is a discussion area for it on my Discord. So it is an official pick. Again, you don't have to read it if you don't want to. Choose which one or how many you want to participate in for my book club, The Midnight Book Society. So this says, We are the children. We the legend in Fear County, a hideous, flesh-eating creature that feasted on the blood of innocent children in the cold, black heart of the Tennessee backwoods. But then, ten-year-old Jeb knows the horrible story are true. His best friend Mandy just up and disappeared. He also knows that no one has ever had the courage to go after the monster and put an end to its raging bestial hun hunger. Until now. And last but not least, my boy McCammon. Of course I had to have a McCammon book even though I do not consider him trash. He is freaking way above trash. But whatever. This is technically a paperback from hell. It was released in that era and it is kind of a horror-leaning book by McCammon. A lot of his books in my opinion are miscategorized. They are more of thriller books or just fiction books, but this one, it's Stinger, and I do think it goes into the horror genre, and I, you know, I haven't read it yet, but I, from what I've heard from different people, it definitely leans into horror, and so I think it's appropriate. Essentially, we've got these aliens, they attack a town in Texas, and shit goes to hell. Pardon my French, but, you know, you could say that about any book I describe, like, that stuff goes to hell, but... I don't know. I don't want to get into the deets on all of these books or we'll be here till the end of time because my TBR is a legit mountain right now. I wasn't exaggerating when I called it a pile of garbage. There is a legit pile on my floor of books right now. So we got to speed through these summaries and just give a little hint on some of them. And again, uh, just check it out. See which of those three you're interested in or if you're interested in all, join us for all. There are areas, again, for discussion. You can block out spoilers on Discord. That is one of the many great features of Discord. So yeah, check it out. Again, Discord is linked below. And by the way, those three books will all count for Garbogus because, again, they're all considered paperbacks from hell, and the second week of themed reading is to read paperbacks from hell. You don't have to, but if you're trying to keep up with the themes, then you could read any of my three book club choices, and it would fit. Another priority read of mine is the William W. Johnstone book, The Devil's Laughter. This is our group read for all the hosts of Garbogus. We decided to read this in honor of Pax, who sadly passed away and left us too soon earlier this year. She read this last August and it just sounded zany and out there and she had a lot of fun things to say about it. Her description of it was just wild. So I'm happy to be reading this with the group in honor of PAX. That's going to be a good time. This is available on Kindle if you want to join in and there is a discussion area of this on Ollie's Discord which I will link below. Another thing that is linked below will be the Google Drive folder where I have all the printables and where I'll have Ollie's version of the bingo board, but like I said, I have a printable version in that same folder too. And it also has Instagram graphics created by one of my other co-hosts, Crystal, over at the channel Fiber Artsy. Check out her channel. She is marvelous. She made really cool Instagram story graphic templates that we could all use to share our reads for the month. So all of that is in the Google Drive linked below. Here we have Play It Again Spam, a cozy mystery book that I literally just found on vacation and did I need to add anything to my Garbogus TBR or pile of garbage possibilities? No, but come on. There's a freaking skull made of lettuce. How can you go wrong? One. Two, the back of the book sounds insane. It says, After discovering that her husband was a bigamist and having a tornado destroy her Amish country inn, 
Magdalena Yoder thought it couldn't get much worse, but it has. Her own sister has agreed to marry her sworn enemy, the dim-witted police chief. She's busy enough as it is, putting the Pen Dutch Inn back on its feet, catering to a group of visiting veterans, and finding new ways to use spam in the Inn's simple country cuisine. But now one of her guests is missing, and with the police chief stuck on cloud nine with her sister, it's up to her to solve the mystery in time for a piece of wedding cake. This sounds marvelous! And ridiculous and it doesn't have an audiobook but it is on my priority non-audio wheel and I want to get to it so badly. Another book I'd like to read that does not have audio but it's still a priority hopefully nonetheless this is Long Arm and this one just sounds bonkers so this is part of a series that has more than 100 books that is one of the prompts on the bingo board and I also think this can count for men's adventure technically because you've got this dude uh, who's fighting people. Anyway, I, I don't know. Essentially, it's a crazy western type of book. It was a land of whiskey and Winchesters. Red Cap was a ragtown town surrounded by the jagged cliffs of the Snake River Valley and inhabited by rough bushwhackers and hoochmakers, as mean as the firewater they brewed. When U.S. revenue agents are brutally murdered there, the feds send in Longarm to deal with the tangled nest of feuding settlers. Lakota half-breeds, gun-packing bootleggers, murdering moonshiners, and some of the prettiest fallen ladies in the Wild West. Long arm. Hooch makers, come on. And this is one of the fallen ladies, I guess, whatevs. Anyway, this is probably gonna be super uber trashy and probably marvelous. There is an entire week for movie tie-ins and movie novelizations, as well as other media novelizations and tie-ins. For instance, TV tie-ins and video game tie-ins, but I'm choosing to read Jaws the Revenge. It is a novelization. There is a voodoo subplot, apparently. Jaws the Revenge, the movie, by the way, is absurd, but it is marvelous. If you're looking to watch some trashy movies along with reading some trashy books, I definitely think you can't go wrong with Jaws the Revenge, the movie, but I'm so excited to read Jaws the Revenge, the book. I will give a little sidebar kind of extra note about Jaws, the book franchise. I think Jaws, the book itself by Peter Benchley isn't very entertaining. So if you're going to pick up that, I don't think it's going to be super entertaining for you. There is a mob subplot in it, just like this one has a voodoo subplot. But I've heard this one is kind of fun and crazy. Whereas Jaws, a lot of people agree that the book itself isn't super fun, whereas the movie is amazing, a classic. It will stand the test of time for all time, and I will argue that forever. But even Jaws 2, the book by the same author, Hank Searles, I think that's how you say it, I read that and it was okay. I did like how we got the shark in Jaws 2. We got her point of view in the book, but I did think that it had some of the same problems as the first book. It had the mob subplot. It was a little long-winded. You didn't get enough shark attack scenes. So I'm hoping this one has more shark and lots of voodoo. So we will see. Uh, I am here for both the voodoo and the shark content, and I hope this lives up to my zany expectations that I have for it. Next up, another book that does not have audio. This is a Western, and this is a Western. You don't see the name Richard Lehman on here, but my friend Andrew says that this was written by Richard Lehman. He just used a pen name. So it says Lee Davis. Davis Willoughby, and this is The Lawmen, The Making of America, and it just seems very fun. Essentially, these dudes go against Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, so that is a lot of fun. 
and it just is probably gonna be crazy if Richard Lehman wrote this. My friend Andrew from It Came From The Page gifted this to me so sweetly just not very long ago. So thank you so much Andrew for getting this for me. I really appreciate it and I'm so excited because it's probably gonna be so trashy. Next up we've got Nightwing and I do have the audio for this and I actually just found this in hardcover when I was on vacation so I will show you guys. I am gonna do a book haul for all the books I found on vacation but uh, until then here's a little sneak peek of the hardcover. Woot woot! Look at the bats. I love having both copies. This has audio, thank goodness, because that's gonna really help. And one of the prompts on the bingo board, again you don't have to do it, but if you're looking for ways to guide your reading throughout the month, the bingo board could be a big help. And one of the squares says to read a book with killer animals. I have so many books with killer animals, you just saw me talk about Jaws the Revenge, I've got Nightwing, and I'm not done yet because I've got more books about animals to come in this next stack. I would even say Fear is a killer animal book because there's some kind of creature, so I think creature features of all kinds count for that bingo square. So yes, like I told you, I've got lots of Animal Attack on my TBR. Here's another one. This is Vespers about giant bats. I know my friend Andrew, just to mention him again, he read this a few months ago and really liked it. I just found this hardcover edition freaking when I was on vacation. So another sneak peek before I am able to even film my haul in this TBR video. So you can't see, but if you look really close up and I'll show it in my haul, it's a whole bunch of bats. Like that's what this big black glob is, but it's reflecting my orange orange. Am I colorblind? It's reflecting my uh, blue light. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> On the back it says, say your prayers. Another animal attack, the Meg. I have never read this. I have seen the movie, but I hear the book's different and it does have audio. So woot woot. Two words, Jurassic Shark instead of park. So that's wonderful. Heck yeah. Uh, it's obviously going to be a lot of fun. It's about a giant shark and I think the shark's going after peeps, so I'm here for it. Here we have another priority read for me. This is The Traveling Vampire Show by Richard Lehman. So there is a square that says to read a Richard Lehman novel because he, hands down, is the king of trash. And I usually say trash in a positive way when talking about Garbagas, but in reference to Richard Lehman, you can use trash in a negative kind of mean way. <laughs> his books are trashy, but to me they are cozy trashy. I have read quite a few of his books and I have enjoyed most of them. There is one that I have hated, so it's not always a guarantee that I'm going to enjoy his work, but for the most part I have. However, if you try to dip into Richard Lehman, just be warned. You should really look up trigger warnings because he does mention rumps a lot and he does mention boobs a lot and all of his characters are super sexualized and I could go on and on about that, but there, there's also more to it than that. There's also some creepy things with some older men who are villains and thoughts about younger girls who are the protagonists and stuff of that nature. So it can make a lot of people uncomfortable and I understand that. My friend Andrew read this and gave it a three. He loved the beginning, thought it was going to be amazing, but then he said the ending went full on and full blown Richard Lehman. So I was like, uh oh, what does that mean? So the ending's apparently crazy. My friend Katrina read this same book. She gave it a 1.5 star and she really hated all the boob talk and all of this and that. I totally understand once again. That is not uncommon when people read Richard Lehman for the first time. He is not for everybody. She says she's still gonna read them, but I'm like, no, don't. Like, it's not gonna get better, Katrina. It's not gonna get better. And Andrew kind of feels a little, like, overwhelmed with Richard Lehman, too, but he still gave this a three because he did like the beginning very much. But yeah, the ending, I don't know if he meant crazy bonkers in a good way, 
and that it went full-blown Richard Lehman in a good way. I think he means it in a bad way, but I'm here for it, and I'm going to read this book and see if I kind of fall in line with Andrew and give it like a mid-tier rating. I don't think I'm going to hate it and give it a one, but I could. We will see. I have given one of his books a two-star rating before, so it could happen. And then we will see if maybe I surpass both of them and maybe give it a high rating like a four or a five. Only time will tell, but that is why this is a priority and there is an audiobook, so I'm jazzed to get to this. It is a coming-of-age book. I've heard it's good. So, you know, people have different tastes. That is totally fine. I have a feeling I'm gonna love this. Another paperback from hell that is a priority for me. This is Dream House by Douglas Borton. I have heard great things about this recently. Lots of people telling me that it's bonkers. There's not really very much dull moments in this book, which I love to hear. I love a good bonkers read. I will say I read a book by the same author not long ago. I read Death Song and I freaking loved it. It was zany. It was crazy. It pressed down on the gas pedal pretty quickly. Like just a couple of pages in. So I have high hopes for this, and I hope it's as crazy as Death Song, because Death Song was a truly, really wonderfully trashy paperback from hell, and I'm hoping this will be the same, because it's the same author, and I've heard wild things. And let me just read you a little bit of the back. Can you imagine a house called Ragged Edge, where giant fireballs appeared from nowhere to barbecue human flesh? Where a voluptuous teenage sex queen turned into a skeleton seductress? Where a phantom Porsche drove victims to death? Where Nazi conquerors goose-stepped out of the past to torture and slay? Where you were afraid to go to sleep because of the nightmares that came every night? And where waking up was even more terrifying? Dun-dun-dun! Sounds freaking just bonkers, insane, amazing, wonderful, everything you could possibly want in a vintage horror book. Some more priority reads. My friend Andrew and I are going to buddy reread the book Twilight, and yes, Twilight by Stephanie Myers. I read Twilight the whole series back when I was a young teenager, and I loved it, and I love the movies. Since then, my reading taste has changed very much, and I can see the corniness in the series, and I'm not bashing anyone who loves Twilight. My friend Kitty loves Twilight, and I think that's so cool and perfectly awesome, and so I'm not calling it trash in a bad way, but does it have sexy vampires and kind of play into sexy vampires? Yes. And that is a square on the Garbogist bingo card. To read a book with sexy vampires. So for that, I'm reading Twilight. Technically, again, a reread, but it's been at least 15 years. Andrew and I are also going to do a drunk commentary for the movie Twilight on my Patreon. I actually might make it public to show people how my drunk commentaries with Andrew go and to see if that entices anybody to sign up because we have a lot of fun and we've got a lot of drunk commentaries. We've got, I think, at least six up on my Patreon channel right now. Again, my Patreon's linked below if you want to check it out. Andrew also has a Patreon, which I will link below. Check that out as well and support him. But yeah, that is a lot to look forward to. Our Twilight reread and our Twilight drunk crunk commentary. It's gonna be fabulous. Next up, we've got Flowers in the Attic by VC Andrews, and I'm very excited. I cannot believe I have not read this yet, and I hear it's a great book, so I don't think it's a bad book. I'm not, you know, calling it trash in a bad way. Once again, we are talking about books as trash in a positive way, so just keep that in mind. I also would like to get to my first Bentley Little book, and I definitely think he kind of meets the trashy criteria in general for all of his books. So the one I'm going to try to read is The Store, but I also, if I don't get to that one because I have to pay for audio or use a credit to get audio for that one, I might instead read The Summoning or The Handyman, which both of those books are either on Libby or on Hoopla for me, so we'll see when the time comes, but I'm definitely planning to read some kind of Bentley Little book in general. 
Another book that I would really like to get to finally is The Wells of Hell by Graham Masterton. I have read two other books by Graham Masterton. One I really enjoyed. It was like a four-star read. The other one I had mixed feelings about. I thought it could have been shorter. So we will see where I fall. I've heard good things about The Wells of Hell and it seems like it's got a very zany out there plot. So I think it would apply to Garbogast and that is why I would love to add it in. I also have some smut on my list and I'm even talking about more current smut, uh, more modern smut I should say. I've got two Mothman themed smut books on my Garbogast TBR. One is Sweet Berries. The other one I heard about and it seems kind of nice and I can't remember the name but I will put up a photo here and I'm looking forward to both very very much. I also have a couple of Layla Faye books on my TBR for Garbogus. I have read one smut book by her called Satan and I just read it and it was a lot of fun. So because of that I think I'm gonna read her book Thick Beef. <laughs> and yeah, that's the name. It's ridiculous. It's stupid that it's called that, but it makes me laugh and giggle. And honestly, the Satan book was a lot of fun. It had some heart, which I really enjoyed. And I usually play a TBR game and also pick from my Patreon cornhole jar, but this month I am not doing any of that. I'm not playing the game because I'm just trying to read trash. So I don't want anything thrown in that's going to throw me for a loop because I already have book club reads that aren't trashy that I want to get to. So I already have enough non-trash and trash. I don't need to play the game. So there will be a game, again, that's based on Uno. That's my TBR game. That'll be played next month. So sorry about that. Um, I just, I couldn't add more to my TBR than I already have one here. So we'll say, instead of actually picking out of my jar for my cornhole jar, which is all filled with books that have been submitted by my Patreon members, I am just going to pick a trashy book that was submitted by one of my Patreon members. They specifically said it could be perfect for Garbogas. And this was submitted by my friend Rachel. Check out her Instagram. I will link it below. She's got a great, great shop where she makes wonderful pop culture related things and just really cool, awesome things in general that are cool clothing. It's not all pop culture related, but some of her stuff in the future might be pop culture related. She suggested that I read Valley of the Dolls. So I am not putting her choice in the jar and I'm just saying I'm reading that one for my official pick from the cornhole for the month of August. So thank you so much, Rachel, for that suggestion. I cannot wait to dig in. Another bingo square on the Garb August Garbingo card says to read a book by a celebrity. And I think also there's a whole themed week around that. So check out the printables for more details. And plus I have a video going through all of that in my Garb August announcement video, which I will link below if you want more details. I will also link Ali's announcement video below if you want more details about what things are happening which week and also about what is on the Garbingo card. But there is something about reading books from celebrities and by famous people. And so because of that, I want to read Sam Neill, his memoir, which I'm very, very pumped to read. There's an audiobook for it and I've had it on my TBR for a while. And why not use it to fill one of the prompts for Garbogast? And yeah, I love Sam Neill, especially after finding out that I love the movie Possession, which I just saw for the first time, I think last October. Fabulous movie. Freaking wonderful. I also love In the Mouth of Madness, and I also freaking love his other movie, Event Horizon. Another book that would fit that same theme of a book written by a celebrity or by a famous person, kind of, this is stretching it a little bit. This is The First Date Prophecy, and it's by Kate and Danny Tamparelli. And if the name Danny Tamparelli sounds familiar to you, it's because he played Little Pete on The Adventures of Pete and Pete. He was in a lot of great 90s kids movies like The Mighty Ducks 
and plenty, plenty more than the two things I just named, but he is fabulous. I loved him as a kid actor, and him and his wife, who have a cute real, little family, they wrote a rom-com based loosely on their real-life romance, so I think that's so cool, and there's going to be lots of awesome kind of nods and winks to you know, their real love story here, and I just think it'd be perfect for Garbogus, why not? And yeah, I'm not saying it's trashy, I'm just saying it's gonna be fun, and I can use one of the prompts for Garbogus to have an excuse to read this, essentially. We have Ollie's Patreon book club pick, which is Radis New Yorkus by Hunter Shea. And I just read my first Hunter Shea book last month in June. I'm filming this in July, by the way, so that's why I say last month. If you're watching this in August, it was filmed in July. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I read Slash by him and I loved it, so I can't wait to read more by Hunter Shea because Slash was awesome. And I know he writes a lot of Animal Attack, and you guys know I love a good Animal Attack book. Plus, I've got plenty of Hunter Shea that I actually threw onto my extra If I Have Time list, so we will get into that in a second. Another priority book that was recommended to me by my friend Andrew is Alien, The Cold Forge, and because that is a movie tie-in book in the sense that it's an original book, but it ties into the Alien movie franchise, the whole thing, it works to be included. And last priority read, but not least, this is for my friend Kelly's From Hell Book Club. She is doing a Summer of Stein, and her book club pick for the month of August will be Be Careful What You Wish For. And I'm very excited to get to this Goosebumps book because it's one of the ones I haven't gotten to yet. All right, so I've got many more extra If I Have Time books that I would love to get to. They're all on wheels, so we will see. So I'm gonna go through these very quickly. One thing on my wheel says to read a William W. Johnstone Western. William W. Johnstone, kind of like Richard Lehman, is uber trashy. His books are just ultimate trash. I don't feel bad even calling his books trash because it's trash in a negative sense in the world and then that they're just ridiculous. They're not really well written, honestly. Uh, a lot of times I say trash in a good way, like this entire video, but not in this case and sometimes not in Richard Lehman's case, but definitely not in John Stone's case. I'm gonna have a whole video where I quote some lines from his books that are just out there and ridiculous. And yeah, we will see if I get to a Western by him. I have two to choose from and they both sound ridiculous. One, I remember the summary said something about uh, it's one man versus a hundred. Like, one man takes on a hundred men. That's ridiculous that that's even going to be plausible. And here's a newer book that I think could fit for Garbogus when we talk about movie tie-ins or movie novelizations. Here is the novelization of the movie Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. And this is written by Jeff Strand, and he writes very zany stories. He also has a book called Clowns vs. Spiders, and someone asked me if it would work for Garbogus, and I think it would under the Animal Attack book, or the Killer Animal book, because there are killer spiders in that book. And Jeff Strand, his whole style is to be comedic and funny and fun, and to kind of have a campy kind of tone in his books. And I think he does that so well. It doesn't mean his books are bad because they're actually amazing. I love his books. His One of his books made my top 20 horror books of all time list. So yeah, uh, not knocking Jeff Strand. I think he's fabulous and I love his zany style. And I hope to get to his novelization of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Another more modern indie author that does the same type of campy writing as Jeff Strand would be David Sodergren. The main difference between the two of them is David Sodergren has more drama and sadness in his books, but what they have in common is Jeff Strand's books, they read really quick. David Sodergren's books, they also read very quick. And also, David Sodergren really writes 
almost like in movie style. When you're reading his books, it feels like you're watching a campy B movie. There's lots of violence, there's lots of gore, but it reads really easily as well. So I think any David Sodogren book would be perfect for anyone to pick up and make it work for Garbagas just because of the campy nature of his books and the B movie quality that his books have. And it's very hard for an author to capture the vibe of a B-movie in book form, but Sodogren is one of the authors who does that very well. So I might try to get to Satan's Burnouts Must Die. I've heard great things about this one. Some more vintage horror that I would love to try to get to if I could, The Light at the End. And this is a Skip Inspector book, and it is a splatterpunk book. They helped kind of make the splatterpunk subgenre more prominent back in the day, so I'd love to get to a book by Skip Inspector. And also, if I have extra time, I've got a second Richard Lehman book picked out. This is The Woods Are Dark. I would love to get to this. We will see. Again, Richard Lehman is perfect. If I have plenty of extra time, I'd love to get to some vintage YA like Fear Street, which I think could fit. I also would like to get to this other vintage YA book, Shockers, Nightwing, since it fits in with my whole killer animal vibe I've got going. It seems to be about vampires specifically. Again, if I have time, Mutants Amok sounds wild and wacky about these crazy mutants who are kind of made to fight and battle. And then we also have another vintage book that is like an animal attack book. This is The Predators, and it says, Big time promoter, Augie, sets up the biggest death battle ever between the fiercest creature in the sea, a 20-foot, 4,000-pound great white shark, and the fiercest creature on land, a 12-foot, 2,000-pound Kodiak brown bear. Watching on cable TV, 10 million people, they are in for one hell of a surprise. So basically, big bear versus big shark. Hell yes. I don't need to know anymore. It could be terrible, but it could also be amazing. Another book I hope to get to is Lone Star. This is another series that has over 100 books in the series. It's a Western series. I think it can be considered men's adventure technically, but I'm not 100% positive. There is, I think, a woman who's a badass in this series, but I'm not sure. Anyway, Andrew says good things about this. Check out his channel once again. It came from the page. So I'm looking forward to digging into this. I found it at a used bookstore for a reasonable price, and I was looking for things for Garb August, so I said, why not? So it is on my potential TBR. Another vintage book, but this is like a newer edition that's like a huge edition for some reason. This is Southpaw, and I think it's probably pretty bad, but look, we've got like a werewolf claw arm or whatever and a baseball fabulous it says the big league horror novel the winning season the deadly season the season of the werewolf heck yeah <laughs> that is fun more animal attack if i have time we have lords of the deep by tim meyer and patrick lacy and essentially we've got this bay home of maritime lore and the region's most popular pirate festival. Ooh, fun, a pirate festival. It was also the landing site of the infamous Lords of the Deep, ruthless pirates who once pillaged area, the area and said to have a hidden chest full of cursed treasure, but this year's pirate festival will be different. This year, the Lords of the Deep are coming home. Here we have claws. As you can see, giant claws. So that's all I need to know. Didn't even read the back. Have owned this for a while. Would totally work. It's part of my optional extra TBR. I also threw on a few Chuck Tingle books. Of course, that's like random smut stuff on my TBR. We have, I think one says not pounded in the butt and that's okay. Another one is about something about, I don't want to be pounded in the butt by this dino, Mr. Dino or whatever. Anyway, it's all about not being pounded in the butt. And so it's really not smutty. So 
usually use books that have a lot of sex stuff in it. These particular ones I picked out do not, and they'll be short, quick reads, like 60, 70 pages each. I just threw them on. Also found more kind of Animal Attack Hunter Shea books on KU, a lot of them are, so that's great. Bigfoot in the Bronx, The Jersey Devil, and Jurassic Florida. I think those have audible books, actually, which would be great. By the way, I said something just like Yoda just now. I reversed my sentence where I sounded like Yoda, so excuse that, but yeah. I also have some other things that I didn't mention that I want to get to. Like, another Chuck Tingle book is Camp Damascus, which is his new horror book. It is not smut, but because it's written by Chuck Tingle, I think it's like got a lot of hype around it so I'm gonna count it for Garbogus and we will see if it works or not. If it doesn't work I'll just read it for fun just for you know just cuz. Another book I would love to get to is Con Air the movie novelization. Heck yeah that movie is absurd so I'm guessing the novelization is absurd as well. Okay and last but not least the few book clubs that I would love to join in with would be Katrina's book club over at the channel Katrina Brown. She is reading Suffer the Darkness and the author's name is Yolanda something but I will show a picture of the book if you're listening on the podcast feed. I will put the author's name in the description, but yes, Yolanda's the first name, and yes, Suffer the Darkness, her co-host is my friend Kitty, so I can't wait. It'll be a great discussion, I'm sure, between Katrina and Kitty, so join in if you want. I'm very excited. Katrina's book club is called the Reaper Book Club. Another book club I love to participate in is my friend Amy over at Amy Noel Reads. She's got the Dark Hearts Book Club, and she will be reading the new Eric LaRocca novel, and that is called Everything the Darkness Eats, so I'm eager to read that one with her book club. I've heard very mixed things about that book, so even if I dislike it, and even if everyone dislikes it, or if there's a mix, I think it'll make for a great conversation for the Dark Hearts book club, so super jazzed and pooped about that. And I already mentioned Kelly's book club for the From Hell book club. She's going to be reading that Goosebumps book, but she also has an indie book club called the Eerie Indies book club, and for that she'll be reading the Resurrectionist, and I would love to try to read that book because it's been on my radar for a while, so I will try to join in with that, but I'm not absolutely sure if I will make it or not. Uh, I've got so much to read and so little time, so much smelly garbage, that I needed that clothespin at the beginning of the video, as you saw. Alright guys, but that's basically all the trash I wanted to talk about today, and once again, just to reiterate, for the millionth time, it is trash in a positive way. But for this time, that is it for me. Don't forget, I will be playing my Uno game again next month in August to pick out books for the month after that, which will be September. So there will be more games played in terms of the Uno TBR game. I have not ended the game. I just didn't want to play it this month because I have too much to read. And I'm really excited about my TBR. What are you guys reading? Are you guys joining in for Garb August? Thank you so much for, once again to Ollie for asking me to be a co-host. And again, I will have all the deets linked below, the Discord for Ollie, also the announcement video from me and from Ollie, and all my other wonderful co-hosts. I am Slimy Splashes for the readathon. We each have kind of dirty names, and that is my name. Instead of Slimy Slashers, I am Slimy Splashes, which is horrible. But for this time, guys, I think that is it for me. Till next time, you guys know what you can do. Keep on killing it. Bye, guys.